Welcome to the Stop Down Photography Podcast, Episode 73. I'm Scott Davenport. Today's topic, signs that it's time to stretch creatively. Hi, welcome. Thanks for joining me. I'm glad to be back with you for another chat about photography, this shared passion of ours. And in today's episode, let's take one more step on our never-ending journey of photography. As photographers, we strive for a refined, well-oiled workflow. We practice and we practice so the mechanics of our process become second nature. Our minds are less occupied with how to do something so we can expend our creative thought on why to do something. However, is there a point of diminishing creative returns? As our workflow becomes more and more refined, are there signs that it's time to stretch creatively? I want to explore that idea in this episode. If you enjoy today's podcast, please share it with a friend on social media, with your camera club, and if you can, please leave a rating for the podcast. Fresh ratings help other photographers find out about the show. To frame this idea, are there signs that it's time to stretch creatively? Allow me to share the, well, not quite aha moment, but certainly a, hmm, well, that's interesting moment that uh, brought me to this topic. I've been a landscape photographer for a long time with what I describe as a strong focus on seascape photography. For the past decade or so, I've photographed the ocean thousands of times. I've put a lot of energy into developing my eye for composition, learning about light, learning about contrast, understanding shape and form in the frame. These probably sound familiar to you, right? You do the same thing. As we practice the craft of photography, we study and we learn and we practice again. Over the years, I've streamlined my workflow, learned to use filters. My post-processing skills have certainly grown significantly in the last decade. And all of this effort has refined my workflow for seascape photography. It's a well-oiled and reasonably predictable system. I can consistently produce solid photographs of the ocean. Okay, great. That's exactly what I've been aiming for. Now here's the, hmm, well that's interesting moment. Last week, maybe three or four days ago as I record this, I was photographing the San Diego coast. I spent about two hours in the field and most of that was really waiting for the light or waiting for the waves. I dialed in my primary composition within about 20 minutes of arrival in the field. And sure, I fiddled around with a second camera working handheld, uh, captured some behind-the-scenes footage for YouTube to share later, but my main composition was dialed in and ready to go a pretty short while after getting on location. And I left the shoot with about 100 photos, you know, on par for one of my local outings. The next day, I'm in the studio, I get into asset management and post-processing workflow. The 100 photos quickly got trimmed to 80 photos that actually made it into my Lightroom catalog. And from there, that set was pared down to about 20 photos that I'd consider starting post-processing on. And about 30 minutes of this asset management and post-processing work, I'd completed six photos from the shoot. I mean, top to bottom, beginning to end, retouching, processing, all of it. Six solid photos after 30 minutes of work. And that, quite frankly, surprised me. So I paused and I was thinking about it. 
I subconsciously knew my workflow was getting faster, my field outings had become a little shorter, I tend to know what I want and when I've captured it, I can move on. My editing is faster, and okay, maybe some of that is the tools. They've gotten better, so I can do more advanced edits with less work and less time than I would have had to spend in the past. Yet I think it's more that I've just developed an editing style for my seascapes. Now when I'd finished these six photos, I sat back and I kind of felt unfulfilled. Not to say that the photos aren't good, I think they are. One or two of them are worthy of a print, in my view. But I suppose it just felt too easy. Um, less time shooting, less time editing. I'm still getting quality images, so my workflow, I guess, is um, I guess it's more flow and a lot less work. Uh, but that's become the splinter in my brain. It's what I've tried to get to with my seascape work in particular. And now I have this nagging feeling is the fact that my seascape photos come easy a sign that I need to stretch creatively? Is my well-oiled, low-effort workflow, both in the field and in the studio, a signal that I've reached a plateau, at least with my seascape work? Is it time for me to branch out to creatively grow? And if so, what does branching out look like? I haven't cracked the code on what branching out looks like for me. Thinking about the changes to my photography over the past two to three years, I noticed some maneuvers I've made to shake up my photography. I've done more black and white work, although even now, with my seascapes, the black and white images are as streamlined as my color work. Uh, the set of six I just mentioned earlier here in the podcast, two of those were black and white, so finished within that same 30-minute window, top to bottom. So the black and white work shook up things a little bit, but it was a short-term thing. I've explored groups of photos, and I've talked about that on the podcast as well. Instead of solely focusing on the singular greatest hit image, I've made a conscious effort to capture a series of photos, a small photo essay with each of my location shoots. And you know, maybe that's it. I, I don't know. I'm not bored with seascapes, and I don't think I ever will be. You know, the camera work aside, I just enjoy being on a coastline. And I like seascape photos because every single frame is unique. The ocean is never the same. Yet I don't want to stagnate as an artist. So what does branching out really mean? You know, that's, uh, that's the pickle. Do I try more intimate landscapes, tighter compositions, uh, more long lens work? Do I need to break away from the sea for a while? Do I need to go inland? Uh, do I need to head into the deserts near San Diego or try more cityscapes and you know, urban landscapes, architecture? I, I just don't know. If you've been down this road, I want to hear from you. I would like to hear your story of what you did to shake up your photography or pivot in your artistry. And uh, maybe if you've seen something in my work that hasn't been a focus for me, you, know, you could tell me that as well. You know, hey, Scott, I'd like to see more of that thing you did over here. That would be very, very useful. You can reach me directly using the contact form on stopdownpodcast.com. Messages come straight to me. And I would very much appreciate your insights. 
before I sign off for this week. Thanks as always to the supporters in Patreon. I cannot tell you enough how much I appreciate your support. Your contributions make this podcast possible. It supports the free tutorials I do on YouTube. You're helping thousands of photographers enjoy photography and improve our craft. If you're interested in learning more about the Patreon community, check the show notes. There's a link there. There's also a support the show button on every page of Stop Down Podcast. It also includes a list of zero cost ways that you can support this show. You know, if Patreon's not for you or you can't do a monthly pledge right now, there are other ways that you can support this show, support my work, keep the train rolling. And that'll do it for this week's episode. I got to keep my thinking cap on to see about what might I do to stretch and grow creatively so I don't uh, just turn the crank and repeat again and again. Even with the quality images coming out, uh, I, I still want to stretch my photographic eye, grow creatively. If you've got thoughts, if you've got ideas, please reach out to me through stopdownpodcast.com. And until next time, my name is Scott Davenport. Have fun. Thank you.